Welcome to the Empowered Indie Artists Podcast, where independent artists just like you come to learn everything they need to know about building a sustainable music business. I'm Becky. I'm so glad you're here. Today, I want to talk about something near and dear to my heart. (laughs) Uh, I've got six questions that you should ask a producer besides asking about the price. This is near and dear to my heart because I am a music producer. And to be honest, I feel, I really hate when people ask me how much I charge because I know that all they're doing is price shopping and not really thinking about what's ultimately the most important thing to think about. And that is finding the right creative partner. And the truth is, you know, we all have our budgets and you have to be able to work within your budget. But what I really hate is, well, from my own personal experience of investing a lot of money into a project in working with a particular producer or with studios or trying to even manage the whole project myself and not knowing what I'm doing, spending tons of money only to have a final product that is like not good or just not a reflection of who you are or what you were hoping to say. So um, I've come up with six questions that I think if you ask these questions, you'll get a better idea of whether or not this producer is someone that you would want to work with. I had a a colleague of mine say that really when you are um, looking at producers, it's about the experience of creating music together. That's really what is the most important thing. Um, The experience that you have with a producer is what sticks with you. So as an independent artist, when you are the one, you're holding all the cards, I've got the music, not I, you have the music as an independent artist, What you're looking for is someone to entrust. So instead of peppering a producer with yes or no questions, these are more open-ended questions that will hopefully get to the bottom of who they are and what their approach is to production. Number one question, what is your philosophy as a music producer? Do you like to be transparent so that each artist has their own sound or do you have a particular sound that is your signature? in all of your productions. An open-ended question like this may surprise that interviewee, but um, give them time to come up with the right answer. Uh, If they haven't already thought of how to answer this question, then it's time they do. Some producers have a signature sound. If you think of like Calvin Harris or Zed, uh, even back in the 80s and 90s and even in the 2000s, Mutt Lang had a huge, very signature production sound that you could recognize. Once you knew it was Mutt Lang, it was like, oh, that's Mutt Lang. And, um, you know, same with David Foster. I think he's definitely got his own sound. So artists choose these producers because of their sound, and that's the sound that they want where um, other producers choose to be more transparent and will shape a sound around the artist and help the artist kind of create their own signature sound that is the artist's sound and not the producer's sound. So it's not like a wrong or right kind of answer, but something that tells you a little bit about their philosophy and their approach. Question two, how would you handle a scenario where I don't like something? 
do you have a set number of revisions that I can make? Now, you would be surprised how many times I've heard from artists uh, who say that a producer they were dealing with would only allow for um, a minimal number of revisions, or they got really upset and offended if they asked for revisions. There are times when someone has wanted something removed or changed where I thought it was maybe not the best idea. Um, and I might even uh, defend something like, well, I think it needs to be there because of this reason, but ultimately you're the artist, so it's up to you. Um, sometimes I will give them other options. Like if they don't like a particular sound, it's usually people don't like hi-hats. I don't know what it is about hi-hats, but they're in all modern productions practically. Something ticking in our ear, but as soon as an, a singer-songwriter hears it in their song, they're kind of like, what is that? <laughs> That's a tangent. Sorry about that. Um, so anyway, it's it's quite common for an artist to be indecisive or to not know exactly what they want. So instead of, you know, as a producer, instead of chasing down sounds, it's really good to have uh, these conversations with artist and producer and look at reference songs. If an artist is um, not sure about something, if they can put together a playlist of a few songs that say, I really, really like these types of vibes, then that gives me an idea of what they do and don't like. So having those really open conversations with your producer, especially beforehand, can really eliminate a lot of that back and forth, how many revisions conversation. All right, number three, is this production completely work for hire or do you have additional points or royalties on the back end that you expect to collect? You really, really need to make sure this is clear up front and get it in writing either by email or an actual production agreement. I've been witness to a producer basically holding the finished song as ransom while they tell the artist they want songwriting or publishing royalties. I've had artists ask me what it means when the producer asks for producer points on the back end after the song is finished. This is common, but highly unethical. And perhaps not every producer realizes how unethical it is, and maybe someone did it to them, so they just think it's normal. But as it's completely unethical to change the terms of an agreement after the fact in any scenario. I mean, if you think about it, like when you go and buy a car and you you make sort of this little deal with the salesman and then you go to sign the papers, if it's not exactly what you thought you were agreeing to, you know, you're going to arm wrestle. You're going to be like, uh, no, that is not what you said. And you're going to fight for it. And that's what, you know, gives salespeople uh, kind of that slimy reputation is because they're always trying to pull one over on you. So I think that producers and engineers who do that, if you're doing that, it's unethical. Stop doing it <laughs> if you're listening to this. Um, if you are an artist and you run into that, and I would just make sure that you say that's not what we agreed to, pull up an email if you have it. Hopefully you do. But if 
they arm wrestle you right at the beginning, that's fine. You know, negotiate if they're like, well, yeah, I charge a thousand dollars a song, but I also want 2% royalties on the master. That's not uncommon either. A thousand dollars per song is relatively cheap. And so that might be a reduced rate. Now, if you don't want to cut them in on any of the back end royalties, offer to pay them more upfront. Well, how about I pay you $1,500 a song? Well, that and then no royalties on the back end. Would that be sufficient? You can negotiate the terms, but make sure it's all happening up front. Question four, will there be additional costs for other musicians, for a mix engineer, for a mastering engineer? Most producers charge a flat fee, but it will only include certain things. So find out the scope of what this producer does and what they don't do. And that will help keep you from being blindsided by additional fees. Now, if the rate they quote is low, be especially curious about what is included and what is not included. Number five, what would you say is your strongest quality as a producer? What is your biggest weakness? Okay, another open-ended question that may have them thinking and scratching their head for a minute, and that's okay. Just give them that time to figure out their answer. Every producer has strengths and weaknesses. If they have the awareness of what those strengths and weaknesses are, that shows a lot about their character, that they're self-aware. And you can consider what they say, of course, like if um, their weakness, like for me, if someone was coming to me and they were a band, I would be a little bit like, well, you know, I, I'm not very skilled at recording live drums. I do all of my own drum programming for the artists I work with. So I I would probably struggle with recording your drummer. (laughs) We'd have to go to another location, which would increase the price. So I would be very transparent about things like that. Um, But it also tells you a lot about what kind of person they are, if they are an egomaniac or if they're humble, if they're insecure. Um, You know, if they're like, oh, yeah, whatever you want to do, I can do it. I can do it. Uh, That would make me worried, too, if they're just like super overconfident. So make sure that you find out more about who this person is by asking them that type of an open-ended question. And then, of course, question number six, where can I hear samples of songs you have produced? I am amazed at how many times. Now, me, I... I've been producing full time for 10 plus years, okay? And I have an updated playlist always on my website. But I will tell you, a lot of people reach out to me about producing who have never, they've never gone and listened to my stuff. And I'm like, okay. I think most of the time it's because a friend of theirs said, oh yeah, she's great, work with her. Um, Which that goes a long way, I will tell you. But you got to you gotta wonder like, well, aren't they curious that if I can make things sound good or if I can do their particular style of music? So be sure you listen to your, this prospective producer's portfolio and make sure, does their sound sound like what I hear when I place music on Spotify or on the radio? Do they sound at that professional level? Um, Do they sound like they're creating music that is current and or fits my particular genre and style of um, that I want my music to be? 
I hope this helps you find the right producer for you. And if you're curious about the Empowered Indie Artists program, membership, course, what have you, check us out at Empowered Indie Artists, A-R-T-I-S-T-S, artists with an S, uh, dot com, and check out the options that we have for independent artists just like you. See you next time.